You're like dead. We're live. Calm down. Don't worry. It's Monday. I have to ease into it. Doesn't feel like a Monday to me. I had a very busy weekend. I feel like I need a little extra break. I was saying maybe I need to go to Honolulu, but I'm not vexed, so can't get in there. Uh Uh-oh. All right. We have a busy show for you today. I watched a bunch of content over the weekend. Some really, really good stuff. Spicy. Keep it spicy. And I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about. Then I'm going to tell you who the show is brought to you by because it's a sponsor I'm very passionate about and that I love. And then we're going to dig in. Oh, yeah. All right. So first, we have a viral TikTok video about hitting the wall. I talked to you the other day about women hitting that wall. And I'm speaking to guys on this one. And I'm speaking to women on this one. Y'all need to listen to this. This is very important. It's not to disparage the woman. It's really to show you why this is such an important topic. And I can speak to some personal experience on this one as well. I'm also going to react to a panel of women on Daily Wrap-Up Crew talking about how they feel women should imitate badly behaved men. Who does that help? Mm. So we're going to dig into that. Hollywood also has some double standards when it comes to consent, so we're going to talk about that. There's a video that pairs with that. Women are lying about stuff. They're lying about stuff. They're lying. They're saying they don't care about looks. They do. We're going to call that out. They're also saying they want to be a housewife, but then you go and you look at their Instagram and you're like, hmm, honey, what's that going on there? Is that some naked cheeks? We're going to dig into that. And we are going to talk about a woman who wants a multiple six-figure wedding. Something wrong there. There's a red flag there for the guys, big time, waving it real bright. And we're going to close with Djokovic. I'm sure you saw his win. We're going to talk about why he did what many more athletes and many more individuals should have done. What is that? We'll get to it. So before we start, this is these clips are very spicy today. I dug in. What can I say? Before we start, I want to talk to you a little bit about a partner that we've been dealing with. I'm obsessed. This morning, I woke up. You know what I had? I had a tablespoonful of olive oil. you got to get those healthy fats in. You look at the research now. It's talking about how these healthy fats are really, really important for you. Casandrinos, organic olive oil. The reason I brought them to you guys is because I was having a hard time as an Italian American who loves my olive oil. I was having a hard time finding a product that I knew was well sourced, that I knew wasn't going to be rancid by the time I got it and where the taste and the antioxidant value was high because I care about you guys being healthy. I care about you being nutritious. So I also love family owned and veteran owned and operated companies. That's what Casandrinos is. It's completely family owned. It's veteran owned. It tastes delicious. When you buy this stuff, I'm telling you, you're going to taste the difference. You put it on your salad, you put it on whatever you want to put on, drizzle it on your meat. Delicious. I, I honestly, spoonful all by itself goes down real sweet. So why am I telling you to buy this? Well, you know, I talk about the matrix. I talk about the system. Your biggest weapon in this world, in this life is your health. Why is this olive oil different? Well, many reasons. First of all, let me give you some information. It's non-GMO verified. It's keto certified. It's paleo certified. It's certified organic. It's cold pressed to preserve its nutrients. And they guarantee freshness. So when you go to the store and you buy organic olive oil or you buy olive oil, what you don't know is that that olive oil has probably been sitting on that shelf for sometimes as much as a year. What does that mean? It means the taste is compromised. It means that oftentimes it's gone rancid. That means the nutrient density is down. The antioxidant counts are down. It's probably been stored improperly, so it's got hit by light and all this stuff. So you're getting a compromised product. You're paying expensive prices oftentimes, and you're getting a product that's not doing anything for your health. This company is unique. It does not sell in stores. Why? 
Cosandrinos doesn't sell in stores because they know that products are going to get sitting on those shelves. You're not going to get an optimal product. So you go to their website, you buy it, and you are guaranteed to be buying that batch, that harvest straight from Greece. So you're not getting anything that's compromised. It's straight farm to table freshness. And I'm telling you, straight up, you can taste the difference. I am a big critic of olive oil being an Italian. I'm telling you. They are pesticide-free. They use pesticide-free farming. No nasty chemicals. Every batch goes through two independent third-party tests for quality and freshness. And you can see all those certifications. You can go right to the website and feel confident that you're putting something into your body that is good for you. Olives are hand-picked, by the way. They're not machine-harvested. So every, every step of this process feels very close to home. Feels like these people really care about their product because they do. I did a lot of research on this. So it doesn't help you, again, to eat healthy food. We talked about this with the cookware. It doesn't help you to eat healthy food if you're going to then drizzle something on there that's rancid. No, you want something that's fresh. So I have a special offer for you today, 25% off. You go into the description. You click on my link, okay? You're going to put that code in. 25% off you're going to get of your purchase today. They don't only have olive oil, by the way. They also have some other cool products. They have some bundles. They make amazing gifts. I actually bought a gift for my parents from there, from that side as well. I'm telling you, you want to take matters of your life into your own hands. You take matters of your health into your own hands first. Cosandrinos, I'm proud to partner with them. Love their products. Going to go have me another salad later on today with a little olive oil drizzled on. Just saying. Okay. Here we go. Hitting the wall. Okay, we talked about hitting the wall, and it sounds vulgar, right? There are women who hear that, and they're like, how dare you say that? I am not saying this stuff, again, to disparage women. I am a woman, and I think that women bring something incredibly powerful and unique and special to the table, different from men. But I want to be honest with you. I don't want you getting caught in a situation where you say, why didn't someone tell me? I want to be that person that breaks it to you straight. And guys also, you need to be aware of this because you're going to have women in your life that go through something like this, potentially, and you need to hear what she's saying. So I see this article. It's in the Daily Mail, and it says, Woman 37 candidly admits that she no longer recognizes herself in the mirror, revealing how weird aging phenomenon has left her struggling with her appearance as thousands admit they have the same issues. This woman posts this. Her name is Natalie Thomas. She's a marketing consultant from Austin, Texas. She runs a social media strategy business called Less Wasted Living. She get, puts this TikTok video. At the time of this article, it had over about 630,000 views. It's probably even more at this point. And tons of women start responding. Now, what they don't tell you about Natalie, as far as I can see, Natalie is single. As far as I can see, she's not married. She's 38. She's gonna, she says she's going to be 30. I'm sorry, she's 37. She's going to be 38 in a week. She may be 38 already. I don't know. remember when this article came out. It's not that long ago. Let's say she's 38. From what I can tell, she doesn't have a family. I don't see any kids anywhere. I don't see any husband anywhere. It looks to me like she is single. This is a very important component of this conversation. But I need you to hear what she's saying. And we need to talk about why it's important that someone not hit this wall single as a female. Because it's traumatizing. Okay? And I'm going to tell you some stories related to it as well. This is very important, guys, also. If you're thinking, how does this relate to me? It does. I'm telling you it does, so just bear with me. All right, Deli, I want to go to that article, and I want to click on that TikTok. We're going to play it for you. I may stop and go. Let's play what she says. Did anyone talk about this yet? I want to share my experience with aging. I'm 37 now. I'm going to be 38 in a week. And in the last year or so, I've really struggled with my appearance. And... It's not so much of like a shallow thing, not wanting to look old. I know I'm not old yet, but 
if you're 20 something, you're like, oh, you are old. If you're 60, I'm not old, you know, it's all relative, but it's not even that I'm like upset about a wrinkle or a blemish or a pigmentation. It's this just really weird phenomenon that happens where you're, you don't recognize yourself and you're trying to look like you always have and not in an age way, but just in a recognizing yourself. And so I'll, I'll do my eyebrows and I'm like, well, that didn't do it. Okay. Maybe I just need more concealer. And then that doesn't do it. And then you realize you've lost volume in your face and you, I now have these like really deep, I don't even, they're just hollow, right? My thin is more skin. Just all these things have changed that makeup can't change. I guess plastic surgery or like augmentation injections can maybe fix, but it's just odd to seek yourself in the mirror or on camera and not be able to find it and having to become okay with this new person. And I don't know. I, I think women will understand. Like, you know, okay. So what you would look we can all agree this is an attractive woman, right? And you can look at her videos. Um, you can pull it. Yeah, perfect. She's attractive. Okay. This is not somebody who's looks to me to be overweight. This is somebody who takes pride in her appearance. And she, she actually was so affected by this that she put this original video up and then she did multiple other videos where she actually showed old photos of herself um, and said, do you see, like she was trying to talk to the audience, like that doesn't look like me now. And she's, she's having trouble. This is what we're talking about when we talk about hitting the wall. This is by the way, a real thing that happens to women. And when this happens to you depends on a lot of factors. There's obviously genetics that play a role. There's obviously um, how well you did or didn't take care of yourself does play a role. Do you drink alcohol? Did you smoke? Did you have a period of life where you were doing drugs and all that? Because that takes a toll sometimes at a later date. Um, how well do you eat? Do you exercise? What's the circulation like going through your body? Stuff that all of those things play a role, I believe, as to when exactly this stuff hits. And for some women, it happens early, right? You will hear from women who say that at 32, they go through what she's talking about. This actually did happen to me. This happened to me. I, it happened late for me. It happened, truthfully, after 40. Um, I had a baby face for a really long time. And I know I get emails. You all are very kind. Oh, Daddy, you look so cute. You look so cute. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I had a baby face for a very long time. I was someone who was 35 and had a baby face, looked like 25. You know, I just, that's just the way it was, genetics. And by the way, I do take care of my health. I do all of those things and take it very seriously. So I do think that played a role. But I remember that I was married and I had a baby. <laughs> and right after I had a baby, I remember being really tired. And I remember looking in the mirror and being like, why does tired suddenly look tired? <laughs> And it was a moment. And I think some of that was just hormonal shifts that happen in women after 40. I think some of that is, she's right. You lose some volume in your face. You lose that baby face. Um, I think some of it was I had just been through a lot of sleeplessness. And pregnancy can be, you know, challenging on the body in, in many respects. And then I had a baby that didn't sleep. So there was that. But there is something that happens where you do look in the mirror as a woman and you say, okay, this, this stage of life of baby face of, you know, going out and you kind of still could mesh with the 20-somethings, it, it ends. 
right? And you have, there's a maturity and there's something new that enters that you have to get comfortable with. Now, I think guys go through this something similar as well. I think it's different though. It relates to, you know, sometimes they lose their hair. That can be very traumatic for men. I think the aging process affects men differently. Sometimes it, it relates to their athleticism. But let me tell you something. As a woman, because youth and beauty and fertility are valued so much in society and by men, you do, you do go through a moment where you look in the mirror and you're like, how do I get that back? Now, I will say, if you are single and you are in the dating marketplace at that time, when that happens, say you're 37, 36, 38, 40, whatever it may be, and you are still on the hunt for that man and you hit the wall and you can see in your face that you are no longer the face that you were at what whether it was 30 or 35 or 25 whatever it is you are going to be panicked because now you know that you are going to compete with women who are younger who are largely more fertile not always but largely speaking yes who have that youthfulness to them who have that estrogen progesterone whatever the hormonal balance is that makes someone young it's there and you're losing it. And you become hyper aware of that. And that is why women begin to panic. Now, I'm not saying that women won't still see it if they've got a husband, if they've got a child. I already had a husband and a child and I saw it. And I was like, dang, why do I look so tired? You know, but it's different. It's a different feeling than if you had to be in that sexual dating marketplace and you had to compete with younger women. I wasn't competing with younger women. I already was on my path. There was a lot of comfort and stability in the choices that I had made. And I had my, my man there, you know, I had my child. If I didn't have that and I was looking to that next, that is why you have women in a panic rushing to the Botox, the filler. She's talking about val- volume. What do they do? They start filling everything. Like, what can I do to puff this back up? They start, this is real, right? I have dark circles now. I was like, I used to have dark circles, but we're quite so dark, you know, what's going on here? And I say this to my mom all the time. I say, now when I'm tired, I look tired. Before, I was tired. I didn't look tired. You know, it was a little concealer. Now I'm like, maybe I need a couple layers of that concealer. It's just part of life. So what I'm telling women is, do not, if you want a family, if you want a husband, do not allow yourself to get to a point where you hit that wall. You are 37. You are looking in the mirror, whatever age that is, and you see a different face and you see your youth going away from you and you start to panic and you can't find yourself in the mirror. Don't let that be the case while you're still on the hunt for a man or you are going to feel inadequate, depressed, anxious, and rush in to do something toxic to your body to compensate for that. If women just listened more to what people like me are saying, and in your 20s, instead of burying in the, in the career stuff and burying in everything else, you acknowledged the reality that what you have is going to go away. The fertility the youthful beauty. And it's not to say, again, I'm not saying women can't be beautiful at any age. Audrey Hepburn was beautiful to the day she died. I see women sometimes. I have a friend whose mom I go see for acupuncture. The woman is stunning. She's done nothing to her face. She's just magnificent to look at. She has wrinkles, but she is a magnificent woman. So I'm not saying that you can't be beautiful at any age. What I am saying is that the specific kind of beauty that comes with youth goes. It goes away little by little and then quickly (laughs) so and it's a huge asset when it comes to attracting a man because again if that man wants children that youth is tied to fertility and his biology is talking to him the way your biology is talking to you it's the same biology 
right? Your biology is telling you, you look in the mirror, there's a panic. Why? Because you know now you've got to compete with younger women. That man out there, his biology is talking to him and he's looking at you and saying, hmm, I don't know if this is the ideal candidate. She's attractive and all, but that fertility is on its way out and I want a family. This is just, it just is. Don't get yourself upset about it. Just acknowledge the reality that is. Women need to wake up, okay? Because I have a, a feeling this woman is going to be in stages of panic uh, as time passes. And the more videos I watched of her showing older pictures of herself, I was like, mm-mm, this is not going in a good direction. I really hope we don't see an image of her in a few months where she looks like filled and stuffed and Botoxed and weird, because that's not the answer. That is not the answer. All right. So why did I do that? I did it because it's an important message for women, and I think it needs to come from women. I really do. I think it's a different message than if it comes from a man. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. I see some people are in the chat already. Get in that chat. Send your super chats. I'm going to be in there in a second. Okay. There's a female panel on Daily Wrap-Up Crew that is a little crazy, a little off the wall. Um, Of course, I'm going to react to it. Let's go, Deli. We're in number two. Let's go to 1744. Um, Let's play that. Women are catching on. Catching on. And we catching on. Uh-huh. We're not gonna be stupid forever. Mm-hmm. Is what I said. And okay. we start so to act like y'all. What is, what is catching up and, and how right. is that making catching it on. make it catching I just on? Feel like making how's that making it better for you or women? I'm not getting played all the time. I'm doing the same thing you're doing. But where's the point? value in that? Like, you know, where's what makes you happy about that? So you'd that? rather me just get give you everything, be submissive, be feminine. And you just cheat on no, me all day because ra- that's I, what I'd a man wants. I'd rather wants. you vet out the right guy, the appropriate guy that's going to respect you. The imaginary guy he keeps talking about? No. Okay. No, yeah. those, those so, interesting. And, and this is an important point. There are women who have made bad choices. They've chosen guys that have done them dirty, have done them wrong. Maybe they had a certain arrangement going in of fidelity and then that guy cheated and now they're, they're heated about it. And their response is, well, I'm going to get back at you. I'm going to do what you're doing to me. I'm going to sleep around. I'm going to cheat. And you know what they are? Miserable. Miserable. They're miserable. They're unhappy because ultimately they're not getting what they want. If you, if you don't vet your man properly and you get a guy that's treating you bad, treating you doing the dirty, whatever on the side, your response to that shouldn't be, well, I'm going to just treat him like garbage too. Yeah. Well, is it? No, because then you're still miserable. You're still miserable. So why is the solution not some personal responsibility on that woman? Why is the solution not? Well, stop picking guys like that. Stop picking guys like that. Oftentimes, you'll have guys that are open about it, too. They'll come to a woman and be like, yeah, I'm straight up not going to be loyal and faithful. That's just not my thing. And they go right into that situation because they're like, oh, he's going to be different for me. I'm going to make him. No, no. For me, he really loves me. It's going to be different. Well, that's on you, honey. He told you straight up what he wanted, and you went in and opted to be a part of that game, and now you're crying about it, saying, well, I'm going to make him pay. Make him pay for what? He told you straight up. If that's not what you want, don't do it. Say no. And guys in the manosphere talk a lot of times about how like women hold a lot of power. It's true. If women just decided, I'm not going to entertain that, guys would have to behave differently, right? Or most guys would have to behave differently. Maybe there's guys at the top that offer, you know, a certain financial. You see, I tell you all the time, the NBA stars, whatnot. They're just going to be in a different game, right? They're bringing home a ton of money. There's fame attached to it. There's perks attached to it. Some women don't care. They're like, you can have six girlfriends. I don't care. Just make sure that my Rolls Royce is out front. So 
But if you're looking for the fidelity and you're looking for all of that, then look for it. Then be honest about what you want. Don't don't have some cop out. Oh, I'm just going to be spiteful back. It's going to be miserable. You are going to be miserable. Okay. Let's go to 2057. Women are now realizing their worth mm-hmm. in relationships. They're realizing what they can bring to a relationship without talking about I'm the table, who's the table. Mm. They know they're noticing that them themselves as a woman is enough for the relationship. And they're and doing that's what the they issue. need. To and this and we're no, back to square no, one. No, that's what she just said, if, me as a woman, that's enough for a man. Just me existing as a woman is enough for a man. You literally if, if, just said that. Okay, are, pause that for a second. She's going to go on some rant now because she was trapped, right? That is what she said. And that's what women say. They show up, they're attractive, attractive women there. They show up, they're attractive, and they're like, hi. And they want the guy to make 100K or more. They want the guy to have the nice car, to have the nice apartment, to be in shape. To All of these, the list is a mile long, right? And then he's not allowed to say, what do you bring to the table? She's like, oh, I'm a woman. And, honey, come keep talking. I'm waiting. What do you mean? I'm a woman. I'm attractive. What? That's misogynistic. To, how dare you ask me that question? Why? And then if, God forbid, he says, listen, I'm looking for somebody who can compliment me well. I work hard. I want somebody who's going to, you know, cook and clean. Oh, you're looking for a housewife? Are you looking for a cleaning lady? There's all that, you know, everyone on defense all of a sudden. Why? Why? Just because, so let me, let me just bottom line this. A man does not bring value just because he's male. A male brings value because he's uh, financially independent, because he's in shape and cares about his body and is able to protect his wife, his children, his family, because he's able to problem solve and get you out of a mess if you're in it, because he's ambitious and driven. All of those reasons and more. That is why a man brings value. So you can't just turn around and say a woman brings value just because. What? Just because what? What are you bringing to the table? And why are men not allowed to ask you what you're bringing to the table if you're allowed to ask them? Double standard. No thanks. All right, let's keep going now because she dug herself into a hole. Now she's going to have to dig herself out of the ditch. We all going to have to watch that happen. All right, let's hear it. Explain what I mean by I'll, you can ask me to explain it, and I'll Why explain it. Why would you just explain what yes. you mean? Instead I'm quoting you verbatim. You said me as a woman you is just, enough. Is that, that's what you're saying. So you I mean, to... when I mean me as a woman, mm-hmm. to refer back what you guys were talking to, to refer back to what you guys were talking to about femininity. Mm-hmm. Me as a woman, usually women come with that nurturing. They come with that caring. They come with that they loving. Don't. They come with that. So they do. They, they do. They it's they it's a, it, a woman. It, a woman comes as a nurturer. She's a mother. It's biological. It's a woman comes as a kid. It's biological. Whether we got removed from it or not, it's biological. So it's there. We come with it. So okay. what I mean. Yeah. So this is important because now she's saying that biologically women are nurturers. So when I say, as a woman, I'm enough, I mean that I come with all of these things. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to display those behaviors. If you're nurturing, you may be nurturing by nature, biologically. Yeah, there's, there's truth to that. 
But if you have a whole bunch of modern women now that have had that nurturing element drilled out of them by modern feminism, where they're told that's a sign of weakness, where they're told they have to suppress that, where they're told that they have to go enter the workforce and act like a man, in which case they have to suppress it in order to survive the ugliness of that world, then you're not getting women out there front and center who are nurturing. You're not getting that loving vibe. You're not getting any of that. So women, if, if you know that that is your intrinsic value to be nurturing, to be loving, to be caring, and I do believe that it is, that and more, then display those things. Don't show up and say, oh, I'm here and I am woman and I'm enough just by virtue of my womanhood. No, that doesn't work. You need to be able to show a guy why you're worth it. The same way he's got to show you why he's worth it, there's no double standard there. So I think it's interesting that women don't know. They're like completely lacking in self-awareness. Like don't, this is what I love about this. Like don't people have eyes and ears? Don't you go out? Don't you see how people behave? I, I don't understand. Do you need a study to show you that? Why? Why can't you just exist in the world and say, oh, women, look at how many women are treating men like garbage. That, oh, that wasn't like that before. Or how many women feel entitled to X, Y, and Z, even though they're man-hating. What? No, just open your eyes. Deli's like, she's getting frustrated. When I hear Deli quiet, we know something's going down. All right. All right, let's go to, I'm going to get to the chat right after number three. So get your chat. I see a couple in there. All right. Hollywood double standards when it comes to consent. We all hear all these conversations about consent all the time, right? Okay. I found a video that was interesting on Twitter. You know Mindy Kaling? She, uh, I'm probably saying her name wrong, but she used to be on The Office. She's, she's famous. She did a bunch of stuff. There's a tweet. Let's pull up that tweet, Deli, number three. And before we play it, Mindy Kaling from Velma talking about how she non-consensually kissed a co-star and threatened to fire people if they told anyone. I'm not surprised. Okay. So I want you to listen to this clip. And while you're listening to the clip, I just want you to ponder what would have happened if this was the other way around and this was a man talking. Listen carefully. Let's play it. Gentleman, yeah. real gentleman. He came on the show, and we had to do this flashback sequence where we were in bed together in college, mm -hmm. and we're just supposed to be having a conversation. But like, he's so tall and he's so handsome that in the middle of it, he was he was just supposed to be like, "What do you think, Mindy?" And I was like, Tch. and that looked around, and I improvised just kissing him in the scene, which was not in the script. It's not that. See, you just went for it. You just, just started I, kissing that guy, that, was, that picture. Yeah. Just looming. He was looming above me, yeah. and he asked me a question. I was not listening to him at all, because who cares what he was saying? And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. and then, And then he reacted like that, and, and I pretended it didn't happen. And then I walked backstage. We have two writer-producers, um, Ike, Ike Baron Heltz and David Dawson, and they were like, hey, man, what are you doing? You could be sued for that. And I got very scared, uh, and then I said, um, tell anyone, and you're fired. Real gentleman. Okay. Yeah. Real okay. So, and we could all laugh, hee, 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 ha, 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 ha. And it's interesting. You, you realize how much you've been programmed if you do laugh, right? Because my instinct is like, is to laugh as well. But then you realize, you sit and say, you sit back if you're a self-reflective person and you say, how would this have played out if that was a male actor? There would have been horror, right? This is a woman coming out, first of all, very famous, coming out and saying that she kissed a guy leaned in and kissed a guy without his consent. You don't know if that guy had a, a, a lover, a, a wife, a husband, whatever he had. That's not appropriate behavior. We can all say that's okay. You shouldn't have done that. And then you have the, notice the audience reaction. Ha ha ha. Oh, it's so 
everybody. Would they be laughing if that was a guy telling that story? No, there would be horror on everybody's face. There would be complaints filed, calls made, you know. That actor, by the way, would have had his life ruined if he did that because it would have been inappropriate and there was no consent while she's sitting there and she's just living and everybody's laughing. Everybody's having fun. Notice that she says also that she says, oh, I I said, if you tell, you're all going to get fired and people find that funny too. So again, if there were a guy who had done this, he's on set, he kisses an actor, a female actor without her consent, and then he knows he shouldn't have done it. So he says, oh, you're all going to get fired if you tell. I- I'm pretty sure that that would have been in the Me Too movement's files and that guy's life would have been ruined. So here's what I ask you. Why the double standard? Why is it funny when she says it? What's her name again? Mindy, Mindy Kaling. Why is it funny when Mindy Kaling says it? And why is it not funny when a male says it? Well, I think it's, it's multiple layers. I think one, There is a component to it where, as a society, we feel that men are threatening. So if a woman's doing it, we feel like it's in jest. It's cutesy. Ha, ha, ha. She can't really, you know, she can't hurt him. So it's cutesy. (laughs) But if a guy does it because men, you know, are threatening and powerful, that people view that as exertion of force. I don't see it that way in this situation, right? If a guy went, would have been the same thing. Okay, you're not talking about assault here in the sense of something violent. You're talking about, okay, inappropriate, inappropriate when a guy does it, inappropriate when a female does it. I would like to not see a double standard. If you're going to have outrage over consent, have outrage over consent. Don't have selective outrage over consent. I think the second reason is that as a society, we have been conditioned to be okay with women invading male space against their will. We've been conditioned to say, well, that's okay. That's different. But we know that it's not okay for a male to invade a woman's space without her consent. So why the double standard? Because we've been conditioned. Again, we have been conditioned. One is okay and harmless and one is not okay. Actually, they're both not okay. Okay? They're both not okay. It can't be funny when the, when the gender dynamic is flipped one way, ha, 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 he, 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 with no consequence. And a catastrophe, the same exact situation, exact when the genders are flipped. You just can't have that. But this is the way of Hollywood. This is the way of Hollywood. And I think it's interesting because the reason I brought it up is because you have to remember that these people who talk about these things, the Me Too movement and all this, they don't care about the substance of the movement. They don't care. Because it's, if they cared, they would care universally. They care when it's convenient and they want to not care when it's inconvenient. Right? So you would have a bunch of women. I guarantee you, get all your feminists, line them up in a room, show them that video, and you'll hear a lot of, hee oh, it's different. Come, don't try to say it's the same. Some lecture for some feminists, nauseating. They don't care about what they're saying. So if you do care about it, then be consistent. All right, I'm going into the chat. Deli's like, oh, call the authorities. <laughs> call the fire department. Okay. John Bristol. Give 10 bucks. Afternoon, Jed. Just finished watching your last show, the one with Cosmopolitan and that shirtless old woman. That was something. These people in the post-reality crowd are crazy. Full stop. Can't believe. I watched a bunch of videos. You know, there's some other stuff that's weird on that woman's channel going on. I'm just saying. Master Noob 69 Give 10 bucks. Best advice I can give is to take what a man says at face value. A real man who knows what he wants won't waste time playing games and using subtle subtext that's very true and there's an important point to make there as well off of that which is that women always say well how do I know if a guy really likes me you will know if a guy really likes you if he starts ghosting you 
if he's not responding to you, if he's not, if he's, you know, out with you and he's distracted, he doesn't like you. End of story. If a guy really, really likes you, he's going to want to claim you. He's going to want you to be his because he's not going to want you to escape and be with any other guy. He's going to write you. He's going to be tender with you. He's going to pay attention to you. All of those things. You should, you're not going to have to wonder, does he like me? If you're asking, does he like me? He doesn't. He doesn't. Go have some, you know, raw ice cream and make yourself feel better or something. Okay. Furoso 2012 gave 10 bucks. Women have forgotten that in a marriage they need to pull their own weight. Yeah. So, and that's what we're saying, right? Like, I don't understand the double standard of that either. Like, uh, you know, this is a, this is by the way, a conversation that happens with obesity all the time because people sometimes get in a marriage and they let themselves go. And you'll see women being like, my husband, he's fat. He's got to lose that weight, blah, blah, all these demands. Okay, cool. I'm with you, by the way, on that. Can't be the dad bod and all that. Mm-mm. No, no. Can't be a protective man if you're all flabby and all that's going on. But then you'll see the guy say, listen, honey, I didn't marry a whale, right? Maybe he doesn't say it quite like that, but maybe he does. But come on, get in shape. We have kids, X, Y, and Z. You need to get yourself. Oh, no, he's not allowed to say that. Then there's crying. There's, you know, oh, I'm calling your mom. Hey, what are you saying to me? Listen, you can, again, you cannot be brutal to your husband and then expect him to not even be able to make a kind recommendation to you. No. Double standards are not for me. They don't interest me. Matt Butcher gave five bucks. A good man naturally wants to be a provider. A good woman naturally wants to be a nurturer. All each needs to do is appreciate the other. Yes, I think that's true. Well, yes, men and women are different, right? We need to appreciate our differences. But there is a point to be made about how this stuff is getting beaten out of both sides, right? Figuratively beaten out before, you know, the censorship machine comes for me. I mean, figuratively beaten out of you through propaganda, Men are being told to be less masculine. Women are being told to be less feminine. Women are being told that their nurturing side is weak. Men are being told that their masculine side is toxic by design. So yeah, even though we are naturally biologically inclined to be a certain way, we're all walking through society and this stuff is getting figuratively beaten out of us every single day. So it's a fair assessment to say men and women in large part are not what they used to be. Look to the people who are trying to get it back to what it used to be and trying to bring back talk about biology and why biology informs things and why that's a good path to follow. Those are the people that are going to lead us out of this mess. John Bristol came back. Any chance we'll ever see Candace Owens on your show? Hmm, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Never say never. All right. I'm going to move on, Deli. Okay, so this women and looks. You ever hear women say, I... I don't care about a guy's looks. I, I'm deeper than that. <laughs> okay, honey, sure. Let's play number four. Del, you got that, 3214. But in real life, in day-to-day -day life, um, I do think the majority of women will, will disregard looks completely, even if he's a two out of 10, a zero out of 10, if they love everything uh, else about him. Can I, Not on um, I can speak from I've personal experience. Yeah, but okay. No, honey, okay, but, that's right, it. That's okay. all I got on that to play because this, I love when this gets said. First of all, she said majority of women, majority of women disregard looks. So what are they doing on the dating app when they're swiping? What do they get, full resume there? This is a personality assessment test that happens. No, they're looking at your face. They're looking at your body. End of story. Now, I will say that if you are very, very wealthy, 
there are guys are very very wealthy they sometimes don't need to be as attractive to women right that that those dollar signs to some women will speak volumes there there is a bit of a past there and i will also say that there is a subjectivity to this right we know that what what i find attractive i always say you know i don't like suit guys can't stand it i can't stand that like wall street sharp greasy i cannot mm-mm, never interested me which is by the way why i was single in new york for so long because you see so much of that i was just like you know i like a cowboy my husband had cowboy boots on when i met him i was like yeah uh-huh you know i like scruffy i like rolled out from under a car because you show me that you can fix that car i like a little grease on the face a little rugged facial hair that's my thing might, might not be somebody else's thing but Let's just be honest that, yes, there is a bit of subjectivity to it. But if somebody is, you know, fat or objectively homely, objectively homely, and those people do exist, right, it is going to factor in to a woman's equation. Unless maybe he comes out and says, I have all this money, in which case it's still going to be a problem because she's going to grow tired of you because you have to, you have to have sexual attraction in a relationship or it dies. She's got to be sexually attracted to you. Now, people say, well, couldn't you be sexually attracted to somebody who's big and fat and homely? Odds are no. Can we please at times speak in some generalizations? Odds are no. Okay. And if a woman, by the way, is not sexually attracted to you, it's done. I don't care if you have $10 zillion. Controversial statement. Nonetheless, if you have $10 zillion and she is not physically attracted to you, your relationship is going to be broken. She may get with you. She may stay with you for a while. She may ride on the yacht. She may get the fancy jewelry. She may be like, oh, my husband, and put on a show. If she doesn't want to sleep with you, you are not bonding with her. She's going to leave your behind. And she's going to leave with a whole bunch of assets. Telling you straight, physical attraction, sexual attraction is imperative. She must want to jump your bones or game over for you. Either now or in a short period of time. Okay. You ever hear these women talk about how they want to be housewives? I love that. I love that when they come out and they're like, I want to be housewife. I want to be housewife. Well, I was watching this clip. So I think this is from Fresh and Fit. This woman's talking about how she wants to be housewife. And what do they do? They pull up her Instagram. I can't. I can't. All right. So let's play the clip. That's number five. Um, yeah. Let's play that clip. Will come is he when broke? I'm ready, huh? Be honest, is he broke? No, so he has money, right? Yeah, so why is he not doing a wedding? Because, <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one, Gally. Wait, pause that. That is uh, set number seven. We need number five. Do you have number five? It's a fresh and fit clip, it's not a short. Yeah, there you go. you got it. There we go. Eventually, we with this guy. I want to be a housewife. Exactly. No, wait, 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 wait. So you want to be a housewife, right? Yeah. So I have your Instagram. Yo, chill on me, chill on me right now. Mara Fresh, do I have like permission to show? Guys, 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 give her the shout out. Yes. Behavior. No. Who is that guy? Who is that guy? That is my friend, and he oh, does not yeah. like women. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, he not. looks like this is not housewife. You know, you know. You you listen. Does everybody here have Instagram? You know what? Let me 
ask let me ask a, a question for the you know we should pull these girls Instagrams and like. Oh, no. 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 You're so oh, right though. My posts oh. are not housewife material. Like I'm 18. Like yeah. I'm. Oh. I want to be a what does that mean? I'm 18. I'm just posting you like, whatever. Start you know. Now, dummy. You're right, Loki. <laughs> you know what's funny? We're seeing the other layer. Imagine their DMs, bro. I thought she had more. DMs Holy are crap. <laughs> this is crazy. Yo, because you're not. You're you, not wrong you, though. Listen, you want to be a housewife, but you're advertising uh, that you're a hoe. Uh, <laughs> listen, okay. I just gotta ask, and I'm so and the, again. She's lying. I want to be a housewife. Yeah, what in like 15 years? What are you doing? He brings up a bunch of good points. So first thing is, I love these women. She says, oh, I'm 18. I'm just posting whatever. That's cool. You're 18. But in case you didn't notice, the internet is forever, right? So if you think that a guy can't scroll back, say, he, say you meet somebody at 21, and he can scroll back and see that you were attention seeking, butt naked all over the internet, doing this and that. You don't think that's going to leave a bad taste in his mouth? I don't care that you were 18. That's, that's part of what you were doing. Now, unless you plan to meet somebody in 15 years, maybe you could be living a whole different life. I don't know if they're going to scroll back that far. But odds are you're not going to do that. You're going to be looking to get your man this and that. They're going to look. So just this again, live in the dark, women, if you choose. But your past is going to matter. And if you find a great guy at 21 and at 18, your Instagram was flooded with half-naked pictures, attention-seeking, nasty stuff all over the place, they may say, oh, you know what? I would have gone this route, but mm, I'm going to pass. So stop refusing to acknowledge the reality that men care about your past. This is another way that men want to be, uh, women want to be just like men. Like, oh, well, it doesn't matter for men, so why should it matter for me? Because it does. Because you don't care about that stuff when it comes to him, but he does care about that stuff when it comes to you. So stop pretending he doesn't care, except that he does care and know that you're going to miss out on opportunities with guys if you're butt naked all over Instagram when you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. It's just a reality. Another thing that's interesting about her Instagram that I noticed that doesn't involve half nakedness, but you notice she's in all these luxury pictures like the luxury boat, the luxury club, the luxury this, the luxury car. The That's unattractive to a guy too. Who paid for all that stuff, honey? He's going to be looking saying, who paid for that? Whose car is that? Who put you on that boat? Your 18-year-old girl. You did not pay for it on your own. You didn't. Who invited you there? What did you do in return? They'll also say, well, what, what's left to show this girl? She's been all over the block in multiple ways. What's left to show her? She's seen it all. All right, never mind. I'm going to go meet some farmer's daughter who, who can, you know, I know isn't half naked all over the internet and I can, you know, show the world to and enjoy that. Unbelievable. But do you see the disconnect that women have? There's a justification for their behavior. Why? Because, and, and he says, let's look at your DMs. I would have loved if he, I probably doesn't have access, but to pull up those DMs, man, and see what was going on. I would love to ask women too, when you're half naked all over the internet at that level, again, I'm not talking about a workout picture here and then a bunch of normal pictures. I'm not talking about a bikini picture every now and then. You know what I'm talking about. She was, the, the cheeks were exposed. What are you looking for if that's what you're putting out there? You looking for a gentleman? You looking for someone who's going to want to take you home to mom? You're looking for a husband? Liar. Liar. You're looking for some attention-seeking, you want somebody what? You want like a sugar daddy. You want a man of the moment. You're looking for some nonsense, something dirty, nasty stuff going on. You're not looking 
for a quality gentleman who's going to want to wife you up if your cheeks are out there on full display naked and doing peekaboo with the bra and all that stuff on Instagram. So let's just stop. Honestly, I got to get up on a panel with one of these. Can you imagine a panel with me and some of these women? <sighs> I've had invites, by the way, to a few panels, I will disclose, where it's a bunch of modern women and then it would be me. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd be like, honey, stop. Y'all know you tune in for that too. Delhi would anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's look at, um, I'm going to go to number seven and then we're going to go to the chat. Um, so number seven is what we played slightly by accident before but there's a woman who says she wants a multiple six-figure wedding so you're talking 200 300 400 500 thousand dollars on a wedding on one day okay so this is also from fresh and fit they ask her like what's going do you, does your guy have money let's just listen to what she says let's listen okay my extravagant wedding will come is he when broke? i'm ready huh be honest is he broke no so he has money right yeah so why is he not doing a wedding? Because it's not what I want yet. <laughs> what? 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 Take, take he doesn't back. have enough money to pay oh. for the hundreds of thousands of dollars of a wedding that I want, but he will soon. Why would you want to do that to your man? What do you mean, why would I want to do that to my man? That's for me. It's a celebration for me. You think he wants to spend that? I have my own money too. Yeah, but do you no, think no. he wants to spend that on the wedding? No, he doesn't. It doesn't matter. So <laughs> you're prioritizing what you want over what he wants? In, in a wedding, yeah. That's messed up. What do you mean? Have you ever heard of Bridezilla? It's common. The, the, the guy is there to get married, but I don't think the guy cares that the much about the actual you wedding spend on itself. a wedding to go towards your kids, your future, a vacation. And I'm going to have a lot of money to go to all of those things. That's my point. Right. <sighs> Yo, man. Yo, real talk. She wants, to get, she, she wants to get married. She don't want to be a wife. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm already a wife. My extravagant... Okay. Men, avoid women like that. I don't know what to tell you. You fall into the trap. I don't know what it is. I, I always say, is it like some type of hypnosis that goes on? What is attractive about that woman? I, I mean, I, what is attractive? I understand visually attractive girl, right? There are tons of attractive girls. Why do you pick somebody that talks like that? She, first of all, I think she's kind of missed the point of a wedding. It's supposed to be about the union of two people, right? It's not supposed to be about this extravagant. I mean, I spent, we spent money on our wedding. I didn't even come close to what she's talking about at all because I knew why am I going to waste all this money when I can take that money and I can invest it into a home. I can invest it into an account for my child. I can invest it into whatever. She's talking about how that day, she says that day is a celebration for me. It's not your 18th birthday party, doll. It's a wedding. What do you mean it's a celebration for you? Is the guy just an ornament at the event? Is the guy just there just to stand there and just maybe he can just write checks while you walk down the aisle alone? What is she even talking about? How disrespectful. Also, the idea that this guy is supposed to just go work, make money, and then spend it as she sees fit. So he's got to work. He's got to save. She admits that he doesn't have the money for her multiple six-figure wedding today. But he's, is he taking some type of orders from her? That he's going to now go work his butt off so that he can have multiple six figures to invest in what she decides is important to invest in? Mm-mm. No can do. Guys, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not saying don't do, like, you shouldn't do nice things for your girl. Of course. You know, a, a birthday present. I'm, I, you know, but this is getting ridiculous now. You have to have some authority. You're working. You're making money. You have to have some authority over what happens. It can't be unreasonable like this. And what? Because she's attractive? You're like, okay, babe, let me fork over 500 grand for a wedding 
that you say is all about you? Mm-mm, let me tell you something. If I was dating this girl, I hear that video, I'm out. I'm out. I'm like, you want a wedding like that? Have fun. Go get some other sucker to do that for you. And by the way, you want a celebration for you? Go have a birthday party for yourself. Go have a me day for yourself. That's not what a wedding's about. A wedding is supposed to be about a union. And I understand these bridezillas and all that stuff. It's gotten way out of hand. I see all this stuff and I'm like, where are the guys? Where are the men standing up and saying, that's not what this is supposed to be about. This is because I love you and you love me. Again, I'm going to tell you straight up, if she needs that fancy, trace it all the way through from the first date on in. If she needs the fancy, the extravagance. Women who do this, by the way, these fancy weddings oftentimes are doing it to show off to other women. That's what it is. It's not about the guy. It's not about themselves. It's certainly not about their family. It's to show off to other women. They do it all the time. Fancy, 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 fancy. And people are going to look up my wedding pictures and be like, oh, Jed, but you had a fancy. I had 60 people at my wedding. Okay, so keep looking. I kept it small. I kept it tight. I kept the cost where I wanted it to be. I did all that. And truthfully, if it had been completely up to me, mom, I'm talking to you. I would have been on a beach probably with five people in combat boots. She knows that too. She was like, my mom was no on the combat boots. So, you know, I had to give a little. But uh uh-uh. All right, I'm going into the chat. Here we go. Rick Bourne, 20 bucks. Maybe you could write an advice book if I could relive my 20s and 30s. (laughs) Oh, what I would say. That's actually not a bad idea. Let me take a little note for myself. Advice book. I'll give you some credit. I'll put you in the acknowledgments. Rick Bourne and make a note for myself. I'm not playing. It's not a bad idea. Ever see It's a Wonderful Life when the older guy says youth is wasted on the wrong people? That always stuck with me as to time wasted in youth. It really is true. It really is true. You wake up at at some point as a woman and you're like, why wasn't I out just walking around, just no makeup, hair? I remember one day, I was young, I was maybe like 20, I went to go for a walk with my mom and she looked at me and she said, you look perfect and you don't have any makeup and your hair, it, everything is just so perfect. I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, I look good, whatever. Man, I should have been walking around tossing that hair left and right. It's true. Youth is wasted on the young. Now I'm old and shriveled and can say that. Just kidding. Okay. I know. I know. I still look good, but whatever. Not as good as I did 20. All right. John Bristol, 999. I love the 999, like the 1099. People get very specific about the donations. All right. It's funny how uh, Mindy essentially did what Trump said. I see an attractive woman, man, and I can't control myself. I just start kissing them, but she gets a totally different reaction than he did. Well, it's interesting. There's always a double standard. I would be curious if there was a video that emerged on the other side, equivalent of, he's talking about the Access Hollywood tape, all that, that took down Trump, right? Didn't take him down, actually. They tried to take him down, but it, it, it definitely, it, it had an effect. I wonder if it was on the other side. You would have the, the likes of Joy Behar, and they would all be like, oh, come on. She was joking. Don't you have a sense of humor? That would be the joy, right? It would be like, what are you talking? Oh, everyone's so sensitive. Don't you have a sense of humor? Comics can't say anything anymore. Suddenly it would be about comedy. You know the justifications that would come out. You know the justifications that would come out. Okay. I'm going into our last topic of the day. I have to tape something after this. Uh, I'm doing another show. I'm doing Jesse Kelly's show, actually. I don't know when it airs, though, so follow me on social and I'll tell you. Also, by the way, after the show today, I know I said the other day I was going to do something at bila.locals.com after the show. I went to do it and my app wasn't working. So I'll be there today doing something. 
something cute. Beela.locals.com. Remember, that's my hub. Go on over there and check it out. It's a cute photo. Um, it's my hub, and it's my, like, freedom lovers. It's, it's like the, the hardcore Beela group, right? Like, if I had to go to a desert island and I knew I needed a bunch of warriors, I'm pulling them from Beela.locals.com. So join the party. Join the party. You can join for free. You can give a little donation. Whatever you want. Just, just come hang. It's fun. All right, you all saw the um, Djokovic story. Remember, he was, uh, I always say his name wrong. I think I'm saying it right, but he was deported from Australia last year, right, because he didn't get the vaccine. He wasn't allowed to play. He missed last year's tournament. And he put his health first. He said, listen, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't want it. it, it, Maybe his doctor advised against it. I don't know, but he just said, I'm not going to do it. And he stood firm. So he missed the tournament last year. He wasn't able to travel to New York for the 2022 U.S. Open because he can't have, you know, there's no proof of vaccination that you have to have proof of vaccination. He didn't have it. So he decided to put his health first. And this was a really interesting image that I saw of him and Bill Gates. Look at this. Priceless. Bill Gates watching the unvaccinated Novak Djokovic win the Australian Open. Look at that. You got Bill Gates, by the way, who has put on a bit of weight Maybe old Billy there has eaten too many Beyond Burgers. He's put on a bit, bit of weight, and you see the distaste in his eyes. Bill Gates, who was, you know, not only pro-vaccine, but pro-mandate, you know, was lying on TV. Bill Gates, you know, told a lot of fibs on TV about what was and what wasn't and all that. Anyway, he has a financial investment in the success of, you know, the pharmaceutical drugs in many cases. Um, but this guy was a freedom fighter. And he was like, I'm not doing it. And by the way, Djokovic set an example for a lot of people out there. This is what a lot of people should have done. I'm not saying people, oh, don't, don't do this or don't. But this guy stood by his principles, right? He did what he thought was right for his body. He did what he thought was right for his health. And he didn't budge. There were a lot of athletes, and I hear from them all the time. Famous athletes, they'll write me and say, I wish I hadn't given in. Or I gave in because of X, Y, and Z. And I really wish I could go back and do it differently. I haven't heard from one person, by the way who opted not to get the vaccine and and feel somehow they made the wrong decision. Interestingly, maybe it's just my experience. But this guy stood firm, and he set an example for the world. And he is hated, loathed by the likes of the Bill Gates. You can see it in his eyes. Why, though, you ask? Well, because this was all a test, right? We talk about the test. This was all a test to see how much they could get away with. And the people like Djokovic, the people, the, the star athletes who stood up, the people with big microphones in the entertainment industry that stood up, the regular people with smaller microphones that stood up, all stood in the way of the agenda, which was to test compliance. It was just to test compliance. How much could you get people to do if they were scared? How much could you get people to do if you threatened that they would lose their job? How much could you get people to do because other people were doing it and it was the thing to do? They got a lot of people to do it, but these, these guys who stood firm, it's their biggest nightmare. Now they're like, oh, what do we do? There's always going to be guys like him. There's always going to be somebody that stands up to the agenda. You see that, that leering expression, Bill Gates looking at him like, mm, that's what it's about. It's all about power. Do we have any more, Deli, to put in there? Are we good? Okay. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Two reminders. Um, we have a very special show on Friday. We're going to have a remote guest to discuss something. I'm not even going to tease it. Just, just be here on Friday. Be here on Friday. Trust me. Be here on Friday. Hit that subscribe. Hit that like button. Join the party. 
Uh, remember, somebody asked me, I'm getting a lot of messages about Manect. Um, it's an app. And people say, well, what's the difference between that and locals? Very different. Very different. Bila.locals.com is a hub where you come and you're like part of my squad. Okay. I put videos up there. I post photos up there that you don't see anywhere else. A lot of them are tagged supporters only. That's if you pay like something as small as like five bucks a month. There's also tons of free content, but that's like my hub. I have your emails. If I launch a project, you're the first to know about it. It's, it's kind of like the Bila Cool Club, right? Like my actual friends from real life are in there. Minect is a little bit different. Minect is a, is a means by which you can ask me a question. So in other words, sometimes I'll get people that send me a DM on Instagram that I see like randomly and will say, well, I want to ask you this question, but I don't want to ask it publicly. Now, sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. Minect is a FaceTime. I'm going to FaceTime you. A text goes right to my phone and I'm going to FaceTime with you. I did one a couple of weeks ago. Somebody was asking about his you know, relationship. He said, something's not right here. You know what? Something wasn't right. I gave him some advice about how to make it right. You know how I'm going to do it. Tough love. But uh, that's a, it's a different space. So if you want to access me outside of the show, go do that. I'm going to join Jesse Kelly's show in just a little bit. And uh, I'll see you on Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Don't be late. You know I hate that. Bye.